0: Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness, and this is my podcast, the Beantown Podcast. We're coming to you live from 817 St. Paul Street here in beautiful Beantown, USA. It's thunderstorming outside. First ever Beantown podcast singing in the rain. It just started about 10 minutes ago. It had been hot as balls before that and sunny Got a little uh, sunburn today, walking around HunFest for sunburn of the year. HunFest, of course, uh, if you have seen uh, Hairspray, the crazy hair, and just, I, I don't know, kind of a wacko culture, don't really know how to describe it other than to just watch the the film or the musical, that's what it's like. Uh, Hairspray, of course, uh, you're the one that I want, you are the one. Oh, ooh, ooh. Billie Jean King and uh, uh, what's his name? The guy from Face Off, John Travolta. Uh, classic in that movie. Travolta's guy who introduced Dina Manzella, and it was uh, <laughs> what was it? It was like Navajo Tahi or something. It was uh, it was a strange award ceremony. It was at the Oscars, Grammys. I don't remember. That was about five years ago. That was fun. That was fun. What's going on? What's been happening in your life? Listener discretion is advised on the Bean Town podcast for two reasons. Number one, we will occasionally use some language here and there and everywhere. And then number two, the podcast is just objectively terrible. Consider yourself warned. It's about 97% humidity here. Fill up my glass of water, and within about 30 seconds, it's more wet on the outside of the glass than it is on the inside of the glass. I tell you what, we are uh, sipping today from the University of Delaware Chemical Engineering Class of 2018 glass mug. It's got different lines uh, on it, and so at the top it says, drink this much to forget, and then each line represents something different. Let's go down the line here. What's a material balance again? That's at the top. Next is your uh, CHEG 112 grade. I don't know what class that is. Never taken an engineering, my, uh, engineering class myself. Number, uh, next one is Bernoulli's equation. I know that from Spider-Man 2. It's a classic equation. I don't know what it talks about. Find that out later. Next one down is heat convection, like an oven. And then the last one at the bottom is is Fuga City, which I think is the uh, the town where they find Jar Jar Binks and the Phantom Menace is Fuga City. So anyways, uh, thanks to my uh, uh, much older Auntie Anna for providing the lovely glass mug. I feel like I'm part of the University of Delaware class of 2018 myself every time I drink from it. It's nice to be part of the team glad to uh, glad to be an engineer you know uh, quick shout out here to my little sister her birthday is tomorrow uh, happy ber- uh, Monday I think Monday June 11th happy birthday sis turning 22 this year uh, so insert obvious Taylor Swift song reference here uh, let's see we're watching a Cubs game here they're up Two to zero against the Pirates. Bottom of the third. They're at home. Looks like a beautiful day at Wrigley. Happy birthday to my sis. Let's uh, let's let's jump right in here. I promised everyone that uh, that I would tell this story on the podcast because I was bitching and moaning about it last night. I I've taken a much more uh, I guess comical approach or comedy comedic approach to it. You know, twenty four hours later. But last night it was it was kind of frustrating. Uh, so back on the uh, I'm back on the dating scene. You know, here and there, uh, Tinder, Bumble, that Jewish one, um, Coffee Meets Bagel, plenty of fish, Hinge, OK Cupid, Grinder, Match dot com, eHarmony, all this stuff. You know, you, you're you're gonna find me on there. Anyways. So I go on a go on a an online date last night, and we're meeting up right around my apartment, scheduled for seven o'clock. So I get there seven o'clock on time because I'm an on time type of guy. And uh, I get an out outdoor table. It's a beautiful night. Order my beer. Uh, I I I get there first. So the girl texts me and says that. She's running like ten minutes. behind. I'm like, okay, this is fine. She's she's driving from the next town over, um, so I yeah I, I understand. That's okay. So it gets to be about seven fifteen, and uh, waiting there and not hearing much. Eventually, she pulls up uh, beside the, the she's on the she's on the street, and I'm sitting on the sidewalk and a table. And but there's there isn't parking right there. So she, she yells, Hey, hey Quinn, this, this is our first time meeting actually. And uh I say, Yeah, hey, just you know, go find a parking spot, here I am. And she's like, Well, where am I supposed to park? And I'm like, first first thought is I have figure it out yourself. But I'm like, Yeah, I'm a, I'm a nice I'm like a nice person, you know. People say I'm nice. So I like hey, if you go you go two blocks south down the street, um easy street parking it's it's pay to park but you don't you have to pay after eight o'clock and it's already you know close to 7 30 you, you're going to be perfectly fine just sitting there the whole night you don't have to pay at all even if you wanted to pay to be better safe than sorry it's going to cost you i think a, a dollar maybe so yeah just go down there go park i'll be here you know five minutes when you when you when you come back so sit there and I sit there, and we're, like, texting, and she's like, I can't find a spot, which is ridiculous because I had just walked by there, and I was, I, I knew that there were spots. Keep going, keep going. It's, like, 730 now, 735, and I'm like, I, are you okay? Are you alive? Do you want me to send up a smoke signal or a semaphore signal or something? Like, what can I do? What can Brown do for you? And uh, she's like, man, I, just, I still can't find a spot which it's been over half an hour at this point. It's frustrating. But anyways, I give her explicit directions to three different areas within like two blocks of where I am, where I know that there's parking. One is at a monument. One is um, in the parking lot of a coffee shop. Like all these places have open parking all the time because every time I need to park around my apartment, I go to these places. And uh, Uh, nothing, nothing. Thing that pissed me off, she kept saying, uh, "I I, uh, the GPS is taking me in a crazy direction." What are you using your like? What 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 did you put in your GPS? Like, what are you looking for? Here's how you park, in any situation. You show up to the place. If there's parking there, you park. If not, you make concentric circles. It's the George Costanza technique. It's very intuitive. It's very straightforward. You drive in circles around, expanding as you need to until you find a spot. What are you using your GPS for? Like, where is your GPS taking you, and what are you searching for? I, I don't understand. So I give her directions to, you know, this Dunkin' Donuts parking lot, and 10 minutes later she texts me and says, oh, it took me to a different Dunkin' Donuts. I I told you the cross streets that the Dunkin' Donuts was at. It says, like, when michael scott drives into the lake cuz he listens to the gps just like but this is real life <sighs> so it's we we hit the hour point and still not here and i just i at this point i'm just completely confounded befuddled bamboozled even obfuscated and i i just say look listen i'm going to be here for another hour which was true if you want to if you decide at some point you want to park you can do it and come join me but after that hour is up i'm i'm going home which was true and that's what i did um she says let's reschedule so we we did uh and uh this all took place over like hour fifteen, hour 20 ish until we finally decided to reschedule. Um, I just I have no words that was baffling. Look, here's the thing: parking in a large city close to downtown is never fun for anyone. No one shows up and is like, "Oh man, I can't wait to find parking here. It's going to be awesome." but it's really not that tough park in Baltimore it's pretty easy compared to other cities with a similar size population Uh, and where I live in proximity to downtown Washington DC a nightmare Boston is a nightmare Um, even Atlanta can be tough to find parking at times in the downtown region it's not hard here in Beantown Uh, I'm not a good parker uh, not a great parallel parker I get it. Sometimes it takes, you know, five minutes, ten minutes to drive around the block a couple times and look for a spot that you feel comfortable getting into. I understand. But this was over an hour. And for those those of you who are listening right now saying, like, oh, dude, she's playing you. She's ghosting you. No, she wasn't because she lives 20 minutes away, drove down here. I saw her. She, you know, right? she drove past the bar and said hi. So this is just that, man, I... You might be a nice person but damn that's a that's that's a turn off for me you know uh, uh incompetence don't have a ton of patience for it i have about half an hours worth of patience for it and after that half hour is up when you take another 45 minutes i i start to lose the patience so that's the tinder story that uh that happened to me last night thank you for uh your kind words and your support I do appreciate it. Uh if you uh if you have a terrible Tinder date or anything of the like story of your own that you want to share, please feel free to email me uh beantownpodcastyahoo.com. That is Beantown B-E-A-N-T-O-W-N podcast at yahoo.com. We would love to hear from you. Always fun hearing from the fans, seeing what stories they have. I know you guys got stories. I know you're listening to this, and you got a fun one to share. Uh, It's always anonymous on the podcast. Send me your story. I'd love to read it on the air, and we'll show everybody that I'm not alone. Really what this boils down to, and this is a phrase I used before, and I'll continue to use it. She's a low-Q woman. Low-Q, low-quality woman. She's a low-Q woman. Give me give me give me the low q man right low q woman alert arr, arr, arr. red alert ah, I'm getting worked up into a frenzy talking about this crap uh what else is going on in uh, in the world my parents uh came close to uh, to buying a house. Last week, before they decided <clears throat> that uh, due to my dad's uh, potential job situation with Sears, they weren't going to do it. And I'm just, I'm just thinking, uh, how did you get this far in the process of thinking you're going to buy a house when, when dad works for Sears? I mean, I've been fearful of my dad's job security for because he works for Sears for like 23 years now. Uh, and now this just this realization just came out that 's kind of i don 't know maybe i i 'm just going full rant mode here, but like that it seems like something that you wouldn 't known about before you came close to putting an offer on a house i don 't know i i don 't get it i don 't understand uh Sears has been going out of business for fifty years now. And we're just coming to that realization. I don't know, Mom and Dad, happy for you. Hope you find something you like, but that doesn't make sense to me. I just wanted to share that personal anecdote from my family life. Thank you for listening. The Belmont Stakes uh, are uh, are happening in about, or is happening in about three hours, post-time 637 p m on Saturday recording this on Saturday afternoon, June 9th. in honor of uh, of justify going for the uh, the Triple Crown and in honor of horses everywhere, I thought it would be fun and i 've actually been talking about doing this um, for for a while and i've been thinking about this for a while. We are going to do our top ten list of horse names created by yours truly. Um, some of them are just off the top of my head. Some of them are taken from other things. None of them are horse names. They're all, uh, given this kind of new angle to them by, uh, by, by me, the, the host creator and best boy of the Beantown podcast. So here we go. Number one, and this is the one I share all the time. I tell people one day I'm going to own a horse and he's going to win the Kentucky Derby and this will be his name. Episcopalian. That's number one. It's, uh, it's got that edgy, uh, multi-syllabic one-word uh, thing going for it. It's got the religious aspect. You all know this is a very religious podcast. And the people, the fans who listen to it, follow it religiously. And I thank you, my fans... For liking and supporting and subscribing to this podcast, if you're listening on YouTube, go ahead hit subscribe right there on the right underneath the screen. If you're on iTunes, we'd love to have your uh, love to have your support. You can like the tracks on SoundCloud. You can follow our page on Facebook. We are on Twitter. We are at Bean Town Cast at B E A N T O W N Cast. Uh, short for podcast, it's lingo I use to save time. Uh, we would love to have your support there. We're always tweeting. Uh, we're always you know interacting with the fans. That's that's, that's what this experience is all about. Um, share it with friends and family if you actually, and I'm serious about this, if you actually like what you're listening to and you think it's a fun thing to do once a week for you know half an hour, 40 minutes, uh, share it with other people because that's how we're going to get those sponsorship dollars in. Are you listening to me, Jack Links? Thank you very much. I got the cup on my coffee table right now. But Episcopalian is the number one on our list of top ten horse names. Number two, I just thought of this yesterday, and I was really proud of it. Anheuser Bitch. <laughs> That's number two, Anheuser Bitch. Number three is a classic. It's an oldie but a goodie. It's Slumdog. That's also uh the name of the the team I played as uh, uh at trivia this, this past week. Usually play under the name we drink we know things but you know it's the off season there are no playoff points at stake and uh I was playing by myself so I went for slum dog got second prize you know it was a good night. Uh number four, this is a throwback that only a few of my listeners will will understand, but I'm going to put it out there. Leanne Thompson. That's number four. It is Leanne Thompson. Number five, uh, going back to the, uh, the one-word idea, Ticonderoga. That seems like a, just a gimme. Like you got to have that as a horse name at some point. I wouldn't be surprised if it already existed, but Ticonderoga is number five. Number six is a little throwback to my... Roots as a music major, una corda. It is uh, the uh, the furthest left pedal on a piano. Makes everything uh, mutes the sound a little bit. It is una corda. It is Italian for the Pope. Actually, so because the Pope in older days when the piano was invented, you see the Popes were much more quiet. They weren't uh, screaming down at you from the pulpit, and so that's how una corda uh, kind of came around and. They threw it on the pianos, and it stuck. Number seven is Stamford Raffles. Founded uh, Singapore some 300 years ago, and now he's got his own horse, Stamford Raffles. Look at that. The sun's out. The thunderstorm lasted about 10 minutes. That was crazy. Um, Number eight, here's a a relevant one for all uh, all the young progressives out there. Darth Vader Ginsburg. Okay, hang on. It's straight sun outside and there's crazy thunder going on. I don't know what to make of this. What a day. Maybe it maybe maybe the the apocalypse, the apocalypse is, is happening outside. I'm not sure. Number number 8 was Darth Vader Ginsburg. Might have to get uh the uh the rights from Disney before I can do that. I'm not sure, but uh Disney, you know where to find me. I'm at the Bean Town. Cast or, or excuse me, at Beantown Cast, we are Beantown Podcast, yahoo.com. Um, of course, RBG, new doc, just came out on Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I haven't seen it, but uh, uh, I've heard good things. Number nine is a mud dauber. A mud dauber, that's a uh, an insect that I just actually learned about the other day. It's like a wasp, but it's different. And uh, it's a it's it's a mud dauber You don't want to get bit by one of those guys, and you don't want to lose to mud dauber in the Kentucky Derby or the Belmont Stakes or the Preakness. Number ten, the uh, final uh, on the list of top ten horse names is Richard Hidalgo. That's a beautiful name that I thought of yesterday. It's a blend between the, uh, of course, the uh, uh, the the movie with uh, Aragorn and Viggo Mortensen and then actually the man Richard Hidalgo who was a baseball player for about 10 years Mets and Astros and he played for a few other teams but those Astros were kind of his big one he had one season where he had something like 45 home runs um, but I think he might have had some injury issues never never quite stayed at the top so again let's run down the list of the top ten horse names. Number one, Episcopalian. Number two, Anheuser-Bitch. Number three, Slumdog. Number four, Leanne Thompson. Number five, Ticonderoga. Number six, Corda Number seven, Stamford Raffles. Number eight, Darth Vader Ginsburg. Nine is Muddauber, And we finish it off, number ten, with the man, the myth, the legend, Richard Hidalgo. So I tell you what, in 20 years, when you're sitting at home in a late May day, watching the Kentucky Derby with friends and family, and you see Stamford Raffles out in front being ridden by, well, not me, because I'm 6'2 two and 200-plus pounds, uh, but a, a nice Mexican man who is jockeying for my horse. You know who owns it. It's the man himself, Quinn David Furness. Tell him Quinn sent you. And uh hey maybe the Bean Town podcast will still be going. This is our 22nd episode. Here's to 22 more. Here's to 222 more. That would be special. Let's see if if you do it every week that's 53 a week for 20 years. That's what something like 10,000 uh 1,000 no, 10,000 episodes. More than that even. Who would have thunk I'd be able to come up with ten thousand episodes worth of content. We're not there yet, but hey if i'm if I'm sitting in the flower chair and i'm forty five years old and I still have the Bean podcast going, that's gonna be actually amazing. Maybe it would be a Guinness world record for longest uh longest continuously running podcast I don't know, but that's 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 the goal here uh I want to give a plug for merchandise. You saw my Snapchats. Uh, we were, we're selling some hats, some T-shirts. If you're interested, uh, shoot me a text or uh, shoot us an email or tweet at us or send us a message on Facebook. You know where to find us. We've got some hats. We've got some T-shirts. I'm really happy to uh, to kind of put in order of whatever kind of merch you want, but like and support the Town Podcast. Wear it around town. People are talking. People are buzzing. The bees are buzzing. The scribes are going nuts for it. Uh, it's becoming a, a a sensation. You know, I'm up to something like, I don't know, like 20 total subscribers. That's huge, and we're close to I think 20 more. So, mm. ah, plug the merch. My uh, one of my brothers fired some shots last night over my trivia abilities saying that, wow, Quinn, you go and oftentimes you can get, you know, first or second playing by yourself. When I play in a group of four people, we hardly ever crack the top, you know, three or whatever. And he's saying, well, your trivia games must just be inferior. Well, back at you, bitch. Sorry for for being smart and for studying for trivia and for going every week. Um, so that I'm consistent, I I don't know what to tell you, you know. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not sure if this is Lexington and Concord or the Furney brothers going back and forth here, but I tell you what, I I don't appreciate my trivia abilities being knocked. It's uh not not too nice. P.S.A. for everyone out there: the uh, the plural of furnace is furni because there's nothing messier than saying the furnaces is, is it's furni. You're going to a, a flock of furni. You know, if we ever had a band name, that's that's what it would be. But not going to be a band with all these uh, all this shade being thrown over trivia abilities. I don't come to where you teach and shoot a basketball. So there you go. Um, shout out to uh, to uh, Paul Schrader's film, First Reformed. I uh, had a limited release, <laughs> been out for about a month now. I went to see it last weekend. It is Ethan Hawke, Mana Seyfried, and Cedric the Entertainer. It is fantastic, everyone should go watch it. Paul Schrader's a guy who wrote. Taxi Driver and Raging Bull and The Last Temptation of Christ, starring David Bowie. Uh, Every everyone should. It's really good. It's a nice blend between um, religion and politics, which the two are always intertwined. Uh, Ethan Hawke gives a very strong performance. I give the film three and a half stars out of four. It should be coming uh on a wider release maybe next weekend. I'm not sure when it's uh when a twenty four is is doing its wide release, but uh Ethan Hawke did a spot on uh Colbert the other night so i I would have to think that that it's going to be making its wider nationwide. Really soon here, I I think it was originally just New York and L.A. like a month ago, and they are testing a few markets, including uh, one of my local theaters here, so I went and saw it. Best $10 I ever spent in the last week, so go check it out. It was good stuff. Uh, Basketball team got knocked out in the opening round of the playoffs last Tuesday. Sad. Uh, We'd had a heck of a season. We went 1-7. In the regular season, which was good enough to get us a uh, a seven seed out of nine teams, believe it or not, somehow that happened. And uh, I tell you what, we fought hard, but uh, we lost by about fifty points. It wasn't pretty. I finished the year with a grand total of zero points. So uh, yeah, I was I was hot this year. You know, I, I kept thinking to myself, man, once I uh, you know, if I can sink five or six threes in a row kind of get the get the the feel for it going get my stroke going get the adrenaline going then I'm just gonna I'm gonna light up that elementary school gym but uh you know if you can't get the first one to fall it uh it's tough to to really get on fire so it was a tough season it was fun I only did uh basketball league because my softball league got canceled actually um so uh apologies to my teammates for i am not a basketball player my basketball iq is not high um and it's just i'm sure me being there was fun for no one but uh but i had fun sucking it up being just a giant turd out there so uh yeah playing a softball league that should start in about three weeks here Maybe two uh, and that's where I'm really gonna shine i can't uh I can't do much on defense other than play uh you know pitcher catcher first second base i I can play outfield because I have good range but I won't be able to gun anybody down at the plate with my shoulder issues unfortunately uh but that should be fun i think um I think I still have uh, my hitting abilities working for me that's the one thing that i I always had going for me when I played baseball. My defense would kind of be here and there. Pitching was usually fine, but um, my offense was, I don't know, that was something I never really, I always just kind of took for granted. But having like a, you know, little league, probably around like a 750 on base percentage each year was probably my average. Uh, Maybe not quite that high, maybe like 600, but yeah, just. Get a lot of walks, still a lot of bases. Uh, That was the fun part of it for me. I like defense, but I really liked getting to hit, especially in pressure situations. Um, We'll see if that translates to my softball league. I went to the doctor yesterday. First time going to a primary care physician in probably, oh, I don't know, maybe like six or seven years. Uh, Everything was going fine until I had to go down to the lab to do my blood work. Thanks to the failing Obamacare, I said it, waited 45 minutes just to get a shot. If you wait 45 minutes to get a shot at the bar, they'll shoot you. Uh, Thanks to uh, the failing President Obama and his cronies, uh, and probably Hillary too, and James Comey, uh, I had to wait 45 minutes just for a little prick. Uh, Obama's a little prick, you know. Uh, We'd love to have you on anytime, Barack. Please, uh, please come by. Oh, big news on the political front! Free Blagojevich. Yeah, a hashtag trend that I started. It's probably top five, top ten nationwide hashtag. Uh, Will Rod Blagojevich be getting pardoned by uh, President Trump? That's kind of what it's kind of what it's sounding like. Will Rod be returning back to his Springfield home with Patty? We want to know. Uh, Got to get that hair back in the news. Love me some Blagojevich. Dick Durbin's behind it. Uh, yeah, get Blagojevich out and get him running for president. I think that's what everybody wants to see. Uh, he's, a, he's, the, he's the American darling which would be a good horse name, ironically, or coincidentally. But, uh, yeah, Free Blagojevich, it's huge. It's taken off. You know where it started. It was Quinn David Furness. We'll see what happens with that development. Would love to see Blagojevich out. Rod, we'd love to have you on the podcast. If Patty's available, we'll take her, too. Uh, Patty, you were great on I'm a Celebrity. Get me out of here, season two, with uh, who else was on that season? John Sally and Spencer and Heidi Pratt and one of the Baldwin brothers was on there and uh yeah I'm trying to what was the name of the guy who won he's an actor can't remember right now I know what he looks like um we'll we'll get back to that later uh, last uh, uh 2 days ago I was taking the charm city circulator home uh or no I was I was heading to the basketball game on Tuesday and I'm sitting down, and at a stop, like, five minutes after I get on comes this middle-aged black guy, and he sits down across from me, and he's just got this huge-ass, like, foot-long knife in a holster on his belt. This guy's, like, not not that cops carry knives, but he's just, like, a random citizen, and he's carrying this huge-ass knife, and I'm just, like, this is this is Baltimore. This is America. This, this is America. A uh, little child scam, you know. The strife of the working class, white man in this country, it's unprecedented, and it's got to stop. Cause I felt attacked. Uh, I'm glad I wasn't actually attacked, cause it was like legitimately scary. Uh, what do you? Who's walking around inner cities with just huge ass knives just in a holster? It's one thing to have like a switchblade. But this guy just like like he would like if he was a cop, he had a gun and a holster, but no, this is just like a random dude with a knife and a holster like he was going to a fish fry or something i I don't get it, please don't carry your foot long knives around me um makes me feel a little uncomfortable, makes me feel a lot unsafe and just who who needs a knife like that? why is that being carried around if you're gonna carry that for God's sakes get a backpack and stuff it in there so that other people don't realize you have it because it was I was just like when I got off I was like thank God this dude's not a crazy person because um, yeah I mean he just got a knife so PSA uh, for those of you riding the circulator watch out for uh, for men with knives uh, yeah not not a d- enjoyable experience but not a, not an isolated experience. You know, I've gotten on the bus, sat across, you know, a guy with a gun before. Um just ugh, don't don't like it. Not a fan. Anyways, where are we how are we doing on time here? Thirty-four minutes. Let's uh let's check the email here. Let's see what sort of advice questions we've got. Uh all right, check in the email. What do we got? Who's got a question? No new emails. Uh, okay. Well, hey, if you uh, if you have advice questions or if you you know you got a good Tinder date story or anything of the sort, send it to BeanTownPodcastYahoo uh, dot com. BeanTown B E A N T U W N We would love to have uh, your feedback, your input. One of these weeks, I'm going to get an email, and it's going to be great. Uh, this inbox is going to just blow up. From there, I think just got gotta gotta catch fire so anywho uh that's what's going on in my life uh good luck to justify tonight as he uh he goes for the triple crown in new york, and otherwise, I hope everyone's having a uh a good start to summer. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I got for you. No, no music today. I am home. I do have my guitar, and I was actually singing some Bon Jovi last night to, uh, to get me pumped up for my date, you know, as, as one often will do. But, uh, I don't know, kind of got the sads uh, since that. So is what it is. I will uh, uh, drink myself to sleep, and everything will be just fine. Uh, This has been Quinn David Furness presenting the Beantown Podcast. Thank you for listening. Hope I didn't take up too much of your time. And everyone have a good week, and I'll check in on you next weekend.